Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. At Stangy Law Firm, we represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. This episode is sponsored by the Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal. Over the past four years, I have had the opportunity to help over 30 women identify, accept, and take action in the parts of their lives where they feel stuck. My heart's desire is to do that with every woman I come in contact with, but the truth is that's not realistic. So instead, I created a prayer journal that goes through that same journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal is designed for you to dig deep and answer questions that will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. The Slaying Self-Doubt Prayer Journal consists of six sections of journal prompts and areas for reflections for when you want to dig a little deeper and um, just take your thoughts to another level. Whether it takes you six weeks or six months to complete, I promise you will not regret it. Head on over to my website at www.feliciawallace.com and select the books tab to make your purchase. If you are ready to find your fears and slay them, go to www.feliciawallace.com, select books and get your copy today. You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Welcome back to another episode of the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. I am here with Ayana Blunt, the passion strategist. You are the strategist. The strategist is the passion strategist is the name of your business, too. Um, and so thank you so much, Ayana, for being here. Thank you for the invitation. I greatly appreciate it. I'm so excited to be able to chat with you and your listeners for a few minutes. Oh, you are. You, well, I'm grateful that you were here. I always say that. Um, excuse me this my allergies are acting up but um I always say I'm always grateful that people you know women still come on and share their journeys with me um because it started as something where God was kind of like hey this is the direction I want you to go in and I would be like but who gonna keep talking to me and people keep showing up (laughs) so I'm like you know what okay Lord he is on to something like people want to share this um and so I um I was saying offline that you know, a lot of times when we're telling our stories and me being able to do this, you know, people, there are some people that, uh, um, you know, understand where I'm coming from, but there's other people who have different stories. And so I'm glad that I get the opportunity to have other women on my platform because someone else, if whatever you may say may resonate with somebody else. And so we never know who we're meant to touch. So I'm, I'm always grateful. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started? Absolutely. So as you have already mentioned, I am Ayanna Blount, also known as the Passion Strategist, and I am a strategist for creatives and CEOs. Um, I believe that creative is a lifestyle, and as a creative, we do and see life different. Mm -hmm. And so many times, I think that we have been um, under the impression that we are 
outcasts and misfits and, you know, have been ostracized and labeled um, for being different. And I personally wear it as a badge of honor instead of a label of limitations. Mm. And so what happened is growing up in a household where raised by a single mom, middle of three girls, um, you can imagine trying to find my voice trying to tap into my authenticity and just trying to figure out who am I, right? Who am I and why am I here? The questions that we all ask ourselves at one Mm -hmm. point or another. And so what happened was I spent a great deal of my time um, as a teenager and a young adult, um, you know, kind of bouncing all over and just, you know, trying a lot of things out, but really not, you know, having as many, I had a bunch of starts, but not as many strong finishes. Mm -hmm. And it was all tied to um, this concept of, Um, the imposter syndrome, of course, but just a lack of authentically knowing Mm -hmm. who I was. And so fast forward to the pandemic, where we had a lot of time to be um, in our own presence, and to really lift ourselves up and love ourselves, and do things that um, really matter. It put me in a position where I really had to um, just get to know me, right, and embrace and love me. And in Mm -hmm. doing that, what I discovered was that I have a true authentic passion for seeing other women win. And Mm -hmm. that win does not have to look like my win. Winning can look different for all of us, but it's still something we can all experience. Mm -hmm. And so I have made it my mission to help all of us to overcome our limiting beliefs via self-sabotage and get to our own individual places of success. So that's how the passion strategist was born. Yes, I love that. So you were uh, you were a part of this boom that happened during, like you said, during the pandemic of all of these women who were out here like, you know what? I am not just an employee. I am not just someone else, someone else's uh, resource for their dream, right? Like all of these women, that was one of the things that I loved about, you know, despite all the, you know, of course, all of the sadness that came along with the pandemic and, you know, the isolation and not being able to see it, but the the growth that happened during that time for people to be able to really see who they were and take the time to be able to decide what it is they wanted for their lives um, is an opportunity that I, child, I don't want it to come around again, not in the way it came, (laughs) not in the way it came at all, but you don't get that, you know, more than one time in your lifetime. So the fact that you actually, you know, something was birthed out of that is amazing. Yes, indeed. And, and and like you said, I think that it's all about perspective. Um, because when we take life as the gift that it is, it really does open up a world of just untapped potential and possibility. And so I always encourage, you know, any lady that I come in contact with to really be um, intentional about what it is that you see and what it is that you speak, because mm-hmm. our world really do frame our world. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, you are very, that's very true because, you know, a part, even a part of, you know, the whole slaying self-doubt movement is being able to identify what that thing is. And when you, earlier you said, talked about self-sabotage and, you know, that's all intertwined, right? It's really about what we say about ourselves and those things that we say is sometimes what we believe and then it turns into action. But if you tell yourself the opposite of whatever the net of the negative thing that you're saying, you know, an, an example would be like, I, it's something I used to say all the time. Like I'm not a creative. I used to say that, like, I'm not creative. I'm not. And you know, my husband would be like, you are creative. You don't see these projects you do for these kids. And I'd be like, yeah, "Yeah, but that's different. That's for this. And, um, in, even in doing this work, I just kept saying like, "I, I don't have it until I had a conversation with somebody they're like no you are a content creator and I'm like 
Well, no, not really, because I saw it a different way until that person flipped it and they showed me like, no, you are creating content every time you do this, every time you record a podcast and you put stuff out on social media and you're doing these, like you are creating. Um, And I was like, it took me a very long time to just accept I am creative, even though it doesn't doesn't look like the way I thought it's, it's supposed to look like. Right. And that is so good what you said, because I think that what happens is we are so conditioned to compare Mm. that we expect our journey to look like somebody else's. Mm -hmm. And the reality is we were never born to be like anybody else. If two people who literally come from the same egg and share every bit of DNA still end up with different fingerprints. Yeah. How is it that we expect to all have the same journey? Mm, That's a word right there. (laughs) that is that is a word you you are absolutely right we're all creative like we all and that just goes to show like like the way god designed things to be they're like for us to be individuals like like you said no two fingerprints are the same you know what i mean and so that it will never happen they will never be repeated ain't like a telephone number that your phone number gonna come up again in a different type of way no every single time somebody is born their identity and their fingerprint whatever it is that they it will always be different forever um and so when you think about that like yeah you're right it's uh, that comparison thing that assuming the stuff is supposed to look a certain type of way it definitely for me personally it definitely put me in that like mind space of like oh I'm not doing this I'm not doing I don't I I don't have what she has I'm not doing the same thing my content doesn't look like her so I can't call myself a content creator Um, but once I actually recognize it and say okay yeah this is what I'm doing I embraced it and in embracing it it allowed me to be able to actually be more creative which seems like it's crazy but it, it it actually worked out in my favor because I I was able to really just like put my own thing on it because you're right I don't I didn't realize that that's what I was doing that I was comparing myself to other people and so when I went to go do stuff I would be like oh let me see how they do it let me see how they do it let me try it and in turn I was like you do what's natural to you once I once I was like okay this is what I'm going to do then I decided to do what was natural to me. And so, um, you know, we're going to get into all of that when you when we get into you talking about the passion strategies. But as you did this journey and when you got started and when you realized that this is the direction that you wanted to go in, how has self-doubt showed up in your journey? Wow. It's such a powerful question. And it's powerful because I think that it is critical that we all are able to recognize the signs of when it's trying to kind of peek through and, you know, distract and detour us from what is truly our destiny, right? Mm -hmm. And so for me, what I started to notice is that I would have these conversations with myself, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Nobody else was talking, but it was absolutely somebody else's voice. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is that the things that would come out of my own mouth would be so negative and Mm -hmm. so filled with doubt Mm -hmm. and so limited in scope that I literally had to, at one point, put myself in time out and identify the origin. Okay, that's not you because you're a glass half full kind of girl by nature. You're the person that says, not impossible, but I'm possible. So Mm who is that that's trying to creep back up from your past to literally hijack your thoughts and to literally contaminate 
your future. And when Mm -hmm. I began to really sit in that moment and really take the time to dig and do the work, I found that there were some people in my life, you know, at some very formative um, places and stages who did not understand me. And because of their lack of understanding, they discouraged me instead of encouraging me Mm. because a lot of times we fear what we don't understand. Mm. And so I am telling you that it really is as simple as sitting and taking the time to know who you are Mm -hmm. so that you can identify when there's an imposter in the room, Mm. somebody else on the line, and where there's somebody else's thoughts that are creeping into your process. Wow. If you just do that, you'll often find that it's not so much you that has the doubt, but you yourself have become a conduit for that doubt to find a place to resonate. Wow. And so we have to show access points off and we have to be intentional about speaking life and speaking love every day over ourselves, over our dreams, over our destiny. Yeah, man, that is so good. No, you are, you're right. Like when you, um, one of the things that I, I think in, um, in doing this program that I've been doing, um, is really figuring out what is that voice. Right. And so the program is talking about like your judge voice is, is, um, what it's talking about, what your judge voice sounds like. And so we're in these groups of coaches and, um, I, when it got to my turn and everybody else described what, you know, it was, it was like, oh, it sounds like this, you know, my, my voice is a, a, a man, my voice is, you know, this past, person in my life that's in the third and I was like you know I really do think it I was like it's my voice but it's it's quiet it is it's a a silent voice and so it's this thing that is like it's not a kid voice it's it's, it is it is literally my voice but it's so faint that I can't tell the difference between whether or not it's my thought or this and it's so like when I when I said it out loud it made me like, I really, like, I had goosebumps because I was just like, dang, I didn't even realize that. Like, whatever it is I've been feeding myself from other, outs- like you said, outside sources, I don't even hear anybody else's voice. I hear mine because I, I have, it has taken me this long that I actually believe it. And so now I'm telling myself this doubtful, doubtful stuff. No, you can't do that. You, you're not qualified for that. You don't have what it takes to be able to do that. Oh no, she got that. And yeah, she wasn't qualified either, but you know, that's not for you. And, and we say these little things to ourselves and then I'm like, well, it sounds like me, you know? And so then <laughs> it, it must be right. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> because it's my voice. <laughs> And here's the thing. I think that we sometimes overcomplicate life, right? What I love about children is they have that childlike faith. So whatever you tell them is or is not possible, they just believe you. They take mm-hmm. you at the room, right? And so what happens is we neglect that inner child. Yeah. We don't give her permission to dream mm-hmm. and to do and to be and to be present and to be heard and to have input, right? Because the reality is oftentimes we got this special seed planted when we were little, Mm -hmm. but then life started to happen and you go along your way in life and all you gather so much debris that Mm -hmm. it literally buried 
your destiny. Mm. And so that little voice, that little girl is trying to whisper and remind you of who we are Mm. and what we really think we can do and where we imagine ourselves going. But we shut her down. We don't give her permission to speak. Mm. And how many of us as children experience that be seen and not heard Mm -hmm. mentality Mm -hmm. brought down to us? And so again, it's about being intentional about identifying those voices, identifying those origin places where somewhere along the way in your youth, you used to be a dreamer as naturally as you breathe. But then somebody came along and told you that dreams are for dummies Mm. and you stopped. Yeah. And so you have to literally unlearn the sinking thinking and you have to re- imagine and honestly give yourself permission to let that little girl have a voice yeah that's so true and I think um it's so crazy because I had a different conversation earlier today and someone used the same thing like we have to be a the same phrase of saying that we have to be we have to give ourselves permission and I think a lot of times when we're in these spaces we think someone else is supposed to give us the the green light right now Mm -hmm. don't don't uh, listen I know for sure that you know a lot of stuff supposed to come from Jesus okay y'all like so we know God (laughs) gotta give you the green light we ain't telling you green light everything on your own and then try blame it on the Lord and be like well he told me don't do that okay but there's certain (laughs) things that when God gives you something right and he tells you to go in this direction and you're wondering why you're not moving and you're wondering why nothing is happening is because just like you said, like you haven't given yourself permission to do, you haven't given your, yourself permission to dream, to be able to embrace the vision that he gave you, to be able to walk that thing out, to be able to see what is even going to happen because of whatever it is that that inner voice is telling you on a regular basis, why you can't do stuff. You know, and which is the one of the main reasons why a lot of the work that I do in, you know, slaying self-doubt is about self-awareness. I always say this thing, even if people have a part is that even if people are a part of your journey and they may even be the reason the reason why at this point when you ready to say, no, I'm, I'm tired of living like this, this only got to do with you. They don't have, they don't have nothing else to do with this. I'd be like, I'm not coaching them. I'm not coaching your mama, your baby daddy, your husband, your auntie, your cousin, your sister. I am coaching you. So when I'm talking to you, you have the authority, whatever you decide, either you're going to do it or you ain't. Now, if you want to keep playing the blame game, that's cool too. But, but say that, right. Say that I'd rather just stay in this space. Say, Mm -hmm. be untruthful with yourself and say, I'd rather just continue to say that, because things didn't work out or whatever the case may be, I'm just going to stay procrastinating. I'm just going to stay, you know, self-sabotaging. But if you truly want to stop self-sabotaging, start like moving forward in your purpose, start doing the things that you know that you can do and that you're called to do, guess what? You got to give yourself permission to let that stuff go and not even let it go. Like don't address it, but do the work. So that you can let it go. Listen, I, y'all already know I'm an advocate for Jesus and therapy. So if it's some stuff you got to work out, which it is, because you say, even when you say it like your inner child, some people ain't trying to do the work. And that's fine too. You, but when you're ready to, when you're ready to move forward, you got to be able to be honest enough with yourself to say that I have to heal my inner child in order to give myself permission. 
but you know that's a whole nother episode child so i ain't even about to <laughs> but it's the truth anyhow okay right 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 i'm telling you and i think that what you said that was so powerful you know i oftentimes um encourage my tribe um you know to to do what i like to call the the triple a um theory and that is simply this have the audacity hmm. to pursue your authenticity over their applause Mm. If you can master the triple A theory, you will find yourself living in such a place of freedom that it will become fun again for you to dream and for Mm -hmm. you to do, for you to dare yourself to do it again or go to another level or take a bigger leap. But you have to master that audacity that doesn't look for a co-signer. You have to be uh, intentional about being authentic to what feels good to your soul Mm -hmm. and what you hear God saying to your spirit. And then you have to realize that applause is fleeting. They -hmm. will clap for you now and they will boo you later. Mm -hmm. And so you cannot live your life using applause as fuel. It's your passion for what you do that should fuel you to action and nothing else. Yeah, that is, yeah, yeah, absolutely right. That because, like you said, that applause can go away or it could be faint. And depending on what, then if you let that be your determining factor, of what you do and what you don't do, what if, what if, what if that day don't nobody show up? What you just gonna quit? <laughs> like, there's no that, like, that's not that shouldn't be an alternative. That shouldn't be your barometer of success. But we, like, again, we do know, even when I would say, you know, social media is a necessary evil. Um, but you find yourself in these places where you're like, oh, okay, I posted something, this didn't go well, but maybe this did. And, you know, I, in the beginning, I used to look and be like, well, maybe nobody's paying attention and maybe this and maybe that. And eventually I had to get to the place where I was like, I'm not even doing this for them. I'm on assignment. And so as long as I continue to do what i'm supposed to do the lord will bless me and the things that's supposed to happen will happen and whatever ain't okay well then i guess that was a miss (laughs) i can't i can't do nothing else about that um so what have you learned about yourself during this journey that you didn't know before wow so i will be honest i have learned that i was intrinsically built with a compassion for creatives Mm. that runs really deep. I like to call myself the Google translator of creatives. (laughs) There are specific, specific self-sabotaging ways that we suffer from as creatives Mm -hmm. that takes one to know one. And I tell people all the time, I'm a recovering self-saboteur because I spent so much time living my life in a box, right? And literally hiding my gift. Mm. And I tell my tribe all the time, a gift is not a gift until it's given. And so what what are you giving to your gift every day? What are you giving to the people who are expecting your gift, who are in need of your gift? And so what I've learned is that he literally, he hardwired me, you know, the word says it this way, um, that he formed you and he knew you. Mm-hmm. in your mother's womb right he put you together every hair on your head is numbered right he did me on purpose mm. everything about me and so what I've learned is to trust my process mm-hmm. and to not compare it and not question it but just go with it I mean mm. in, in the simple things it could be something as simple as you know we scheduled a meeting um, with so-and-so for something and for whatever reason I'm not feeling an urgency around it 
Mm. And I promise you, when I just lean into where he's taking me in that day or in that moment, nine and a half out of 10 times, that person will call, oh, you know what? <clears throat> I need to reschedule or can mm. we jump? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He gives me the fire and the urgency for the things that are for the, for now. Yeah. And so it's those little exercises and trust that if we can just begin to lean into them, listen to them, let us, you know, I like to say it this way, lean and glean. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lean into that thing with everything you got and get all of the lessons and all of the blessings that come from doing that. And when we can do that, it empowers us to another level to give ourselves and others permission to win. I am literally a conduit for creatives to get clarity, strategy, and accountability for the win. Mm. And when I don't show up authentically, Mm. when I don't show up unapologetically, when I don't show up completely with my own permission, then I do myself and the world a disservice because somebody needs me to unlock them and unbox them so that they can become a gift that is given. Mm. That's what I learned about myself. Wow. That is powerful. Like, but okay. So with that being said, that is Mm -hmm. proof that you have to know yourself. That is proof that you have to have the self-awareness. That is proof that you have to understand who it is that God called you to be and what it is that he wants you to do. Because what you said was that if I do not show up, the people who are connected to me can't show up. And so many times we don't show up because of us. We don't show up because we don't feel like it. We don't show up because we still doubting ourselves. We don't show up because we're self-sabotaging, because we're procrastinating. But whatever the reasons and the excuses that we give ourselves, we continue not to show up, but not recognizing that when you don't show up, the next person in line can't show up. And so when you understand the responsibility that you have to show up, you, it should it should push you. Now, And, you know, it took me a while to realize that I wasn't doing this just for myself. You know, I used to be like, oh, I don't want to, nobody's going to listen. What if I don't tell, you know, what if I don't do this and this, that, and a third. And God showed me very quickly, this ain't about you. This is not your thing. Whenever people say, you know, oh, you know, you're doing, and I be like, this is a God. Listen, this is a God thing. This isn't anything that I asked for. Wasn't anything that I desired. It wasn't anything that in my mind I knew I was going to do. But when God said, this is what it is, I was like, oh, okay, I guess makes, (laughs) do it make sense? I don't know. It doesn't really make sense. But once it started to, and like you said, I started showing up as myself, like I always tell people, you want, this is, this is me. You're not going to give me no other way. And if you're looking for something else, I, I don't got it. And whenever I try to not show up as somebody else, but I try to say, okay, I'm going to take this inspiration. I see how this person uh, presents themselves on these platforms or maybe in their speaking or whatever have you. It never works for me. And I always be like, okay, Lord, whatever it is that I'm supposed to say in the way that I'm supposed to say it, that's how I'm supposed to do this. And I'm you're going to get all this DMV, all, all the, the terminology, all of those things. And every single time God shows me, I sent you there for this person. Don't it don't 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 you worry about what who is supposed to touch. I know who I need you to to 
be connected to and I know who needs to hear what it is I have to say to them but I can't yeah. use you if you showing up as a Yana that ain't gonna yeah. work yeah I got one of her already okay right <laughs> a Yana is is connected to she has somebody else but if you don't show up as Felicia uh you know Sheila who is waiting to hear from me can't hear it because you you worried about yourself and I have to say that again, I hope that your listeners are listen. I tell my listeners all the time, get your pen and get these gems. Okay. <laughs> right, 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 right. We play on this episode because Felicia is literally dropping gems. She is giving you the keys and the clues to how to answer that question. Who am I? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. What is it that I'm supposed to be doing? And I think it's such a, it's a powerful place to be able to live from, but it's so often overlooked. Mm-hmm. to know that I am enough, that yes. I am a powerhouse just as I am, that he gave me my name for mm-hmm. his purpose. Yes. And he didn't name me you, he named me me. Yeah. And so when we learn to embrace that thing, and then we learn to engage that thing, mm-hmm. and then we begin to empower mm-hmm. ourselves mm-hmm. and others, Mm-hmm. There is a gratification that cannot be compared yeah. when you understand the assignment. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. When you are clear about what it is, you can, it can't it can't be touched. Which I think is, is sometimes the thing when you when you are operating. One of the things you said earlier, like when you notice that stuff is off and you know there is no urgency. When you when things are when when you are in purpose and you are in alignment with God, you will feel that thing where you like this thing, this not right. I don't even know what it is. Not sure. But I always, every, you know, in the beginning of this, when I started with the platform, I would, I mean, started with the interviews, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, maybe I want this person and maybe I want that person. And I had to eventually, I was again, making it about me. But once I released that thing, cause I was getting some inquiries that I was like, I don't, I don't, I definitely don't think this is where the direction the Lord want me to go in. I had to be very specific in my prayer and say, Lord, don't you send me not one person that is not in alignment with you and not in alignment with your vision for slaying self-doubt. And since then, I have never got anybody who wasn't meant to be on this show because every person, you know, whether I seek them or they seek me, I pray over it. And I'm very clear that I'm like, this right here is not, it, it's for me right now, but it's for the women who, woman who's going to listen to this 10 months from now or 10 years from now you know whenever however if the lord tell me to keep it up then i'm gonna you know keep it moving um but i think that when you are on assignment and you're clear about that you move completely differently yes you do undeniably and i just love the fact that you again here you are sharing the secret sauce right listen the first thing that Felicia said is I prayed. I stopped right in my tracks when mm-hmm. I found out that I was doing it my way. And I had to remind myself that, wait a minute, this is not my call. Yep. This is not my show. And this is not my platform. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. If we can be reminded in those moments where we get a little bit of traction and we get a little bit of success and then we start feeling ourselves and we forget about him yep. to go back to basics. It, 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 it keeps you anchored mm-hmm. in, in a good way, right? There is something to it when you are pursuing a pedestal over a platform. 
Mm. The pedestal lifts you up Mm -hmm. so that everybody can be drawn to you. The platform positions you for widespread influence Mm. so that you can impact all of the people that he has assigned to your voice, to your gift. And so be careful when you find yourself pursuing the pedestal and not the platform. Mm -hmm. The platform is an honor. The pedestal is almost drug-like and it can be very quickly addictive and it will cause you to go down a path that you never, ever intended to. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that was so, so good when you literally share, listen, the secret sauce, it's real simple. This catch up here we making Mm -hmm. is based in prayer. That's what we did. Yep. We ask, we ask and we wait and we let him leave. And so I, I just, I had to encourage, you know, your whole tribe and all of your listeners, listen, when you don't know what to do, when you don't know where you're going, when you don't quite understand, when the vision is still kind of downloading, if you will, right? You mm-hmm. have, you have went to, to, to tap onto a piece of paper, right? Mm-hmm. And download it. And sometimes the download takes a little longer than you think it should, right? Yep. And you got to do what? You got to wait on it. Mm-hmm. Because there's something that you need from that document. There's some yep. kind of instruction. There's some kind of clarity. There's some kind of strategy. There's something you need. Yeah. And you have to be willing to wait on it. And there are times where even if you're not willing to wait, you still can't rush the process because you don't own it. And so we have to be so careful to, you know, really be reminded in those moments where we start to just get a little bit off track, mm-hmm. get a little bit for our britches. <laughs> mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just the sheer excitement. You know, the Bible yep. says having zeal with no knowledge, right? So it's wonderful to be excited and to be on fire and to be pumped up. But I need you to also combine that zealousness with some knowledge, some some information so that you can stay focused and stay on track and that you can get the job done. Nobody wants to show up and and spend themselves and be tired and exhausted and all the things and find that at the end of the day, after they did all of that, they still miss the target. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And the thing about it is, is that when you, when you operate like that, it's exhausting. Yes, it is. It is draining. And sometimes you get confused and I, you know, I, you know, I have been in that space before where then you start to question, well, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? Is this what God called me to do? Yeah, it is. But you doing it your way. And so because you operate in your own strength, Mm -hmm. yeah, you are draining because it's not it. You, you can't do this by yourself. If it's a God assignment, you can't do it in your own strength. So it'll never work. Every single thing you try will absolutely fail because oh, it's not supposed to. And he, and he will. He will humble you real quick, which is the reason why <laughs> I do not be playing. I'd be like, nope, I know what it feels like to operate in disobedience. I'm good. I'm not even about yes, to do indeed. that. Not even yes, going indeed. to go down that road for the simple fact that the backlash of it isn't always necessarily just in your business. Right. Right. Because everything that you it's about you and him. So if you are operating in disobedience in any area of your life, it's going to affect every area of your life. And a lot of times we don't people don't recognize that they wondering why this ain't, you know, okay, yeah, my my work life is happening, but my personal life is like what is going on or my financials or my kids or whatever. It's all connected to you. You are you are the center. And so if you are out of order you don't know how it's going to show up and what and we all know the enemy comes to kill steal and destroy it don't matter what it is however he can get your attention however he can throw you off your game that's where he's going to go to 
Yes, indeed. And and that meant that listen, that, that was the Holy Spirit. That's he just told me to say that. So I don't know who that was for to let somebody <laughs> know that when you're doing this, you looking at the fact that this thing looks good right here, but everything else is not going right. You have to be in order in every area of your life in order for it to all work. I heard a sermon today where um I think it was a transformation church and the pastor was saying, um, you know, he heard clearly from God, I can't use you the way I need to use you at the, like in the physical state you, that you are in now. And that spoke to me because I've had the same, the same post-it note on my wall for at least, Ooh. I want to say it's, it's been, let's see, my, <laughs> my youngest son about to be 13. So uh, I'm going to say oh, for wow. at least the last 10 years, right. That I've been saying, wow. I need to diet and exercise. And even in this space, when I talk about it, I'm it sounds good, right? Like, oh, I can't do what I need to do until I get my health right. But the reality is that God will stop be using me. I already know it because if I can't, if I can't even stand on a stage that he's willing to give me because I physically cannot, he can't use me. If he, if he has to use all of me, if I'm not healthy, if I'm, you know, I'm like, and, and, and we all know we want the excite, you know, we want the, like you said earlier, you want the position and you want the platform, but can you handle what comes with that? It's extra stress, extra moving around. If you can't handle being in your living room, Come on. how are you going to handle being on the stage? Come on. It's, it's just, it's not going to happen. And so when he said that, say, I was just like, okay, Jesus, you come on. I, I got it. I was like, I was sick this week, but I'm going to get back into it. And on top of that, so this is just an added, I heard another sermon that was saying, you already have enough right now to get to your weight goals. You don't need another trainer. You don't need another book. You don't need another video. You already know what you need to do, but you're playing around. So as long as you're playing around with yourself, you, you're playing, you playing yourself. What's that? Who was that DJ Khaled that mean to say you played yourself? That's exactly. <laughs> I'm just going to say it for the tribe. Ouch. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we felt that. We felt Yeah, that. yeah. We we playing ourselves over here because we just think God just gonna bless us. Oh, you know, I'm I'm doing this. No, 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 no. He will continue to bless you, but there's gonna be things that you're like, Well, I thought I was supposed to get, you know, I thought it was gonna be more. Lord, I thought I, I you were supposed to use me. Well, I can't use all of you. Uh, and so when you ask for it, you gotta you gotta know what it means. And and trust me, I'm preaching to the choir right now, y'all, because I'm telling you, I'm still in this space, but I understand. But this, some of this, right, as we've talked about this before on here, is the fear of success because the fear of success yeah. means that you have to change, you yeah. have to show up differently. So are you? And, and this is a question to myself right now in this moment: Am is my fear of success causing me to not change my habits now? And I'm I'm still self-sabotaging. My, my. And that Ooh. is a real fear. <laughs> and people, I think what happens is we get so, um, you know, intoxicated, if you will, with words like success, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody wants it. Everybody wants to be it. Everybody, mm -hmm. wants to, you know, to appear to have it. Mm -hmm. But do you understand the totality of what that word really means? Do mm -hmm. you know about the not so glamorous parts do you yeah. are you committed 
to the parts that require you to put in that work. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be so, so careful that we don't do like kids do. You know, you'll say, oh, you know, Sally, can you get, and they just go off running. Didn't yep. hear a word you said. <laughs> so here they come with hot sauce. Mm-hmm. And you look like, uh, so you want me to put hot sauce on marshmallows? Right. <laughs> right. We all confused. All the wires are crossed. Right, right, right. And so, you know, it just is so critical, again, that we are just so aware, like you've been saying, and so intentional about what we take in, what we put out, Mm -hmm. and and what's our why? You know, why does this matter? Why does this make a difference? Why is this connected to the greater assignment Mm on my life? Mm -hmm. Because when we start to think about it from the perspective of the why, Mm -hmm. then it helps us to respect the who yeah and not question the how wow wow yeah that y'all listen i'm telling y'all you all already know that when we get started on here there is uh, there is a set time i'm always like oh i gotta answer these questions but there will be times (laughs) where the holy spirit shows up and be like this is the direction that you're supposed to go in and the reason why i can surrender to that is because i know this isn't about me you you're on you know there could be other platforms other things that would no no we got to stay on on key we got to stay on track we got to the question's gonna get answered even if they get answered in you know 50 seconds like they gonna get answered but ultimately <laughs> whatever needs to be said so somebody can get the healing so somebody can get the whatever it is they got because god is it, he's using both of us so in this space whoever is is supposed to hear what i have to say and also hear what ayana has to say we have to allow the space for it so i you know whoever was supposed to I, some of that was for me i know that for a fact i just got i grabbed <laughs> to my own edges okay <laughs> because clearly i'm over here playing with my i'm, I'm playing myself that's basically what i had to tell me i'm playing myself so let's talk about the pra- passion strategies um what it all entails what it is that you do um yeah let's talk about it Absolutely. So again, I just have to say thank you for sharing your platform. Um, I never take for granted, you know, when when people, um, you know, truly sense a a place of alignment, and then they're gracious enough to, you know, to give room Mm -hmm. um, for the addition to come and be a part and and hopefully enhance and enrich their platform. So I thank you so much. Um, So the passion strategist is really, it is a safe space where you can come and be coached, Mm -hmm. you can be mentored, and you can be motivated um, to manifest your success. Because the reality is, it starts with your mindset. If you have limiting beliefs, if you are married to self-sabotage and self-doubt, you will never see the seeds of success manifest. Mm. And so what I do is I literally, you know, I walk you, I walk with you. I'm your tour guide to the journey of you. And I help you to learn to read the story of you because the reality is everything that you need, everything that you are, and every place that you're assigned is already on the inside of you. But sometimes Mm -hmm. you have experience stumbling around in the dark for so long that when the light comes it's too bright Mm -hmm. or you don't even recognize it and Mm -hmm. so I'm just there to shine a light I'm there to go on an excavation mission with you and go to the deepest parts of you and take you to the center of and the core of who you were created to be and so 
bring that person to the surface with confidence so that you can execute and excel in the lane where God has called you to be and not be so concerned about who's in your lane as much as who's in your corner. Mm. And so my job is to absolutely um, create a safe space for you where your head space and your heart space can be healed, can be whole and can produce the promise that God spoke over you when you were born. Mm. Man, y'all, I don't, <laughs> I'm over here like, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I just, I feel so, um, I feel so grateful. Yeah. So called to this coaching space. You know, um, I've been saying recently, as I've been sharing with different audiences, you know, coaching has become trendy, Mm -hmm. but I'm a person who believes in calling. Mm -hmm. And so here's the reality. Um, We need to get away from the trendy and get back to the trusty. You know, um, when our grandmothers um, would go to church, they would sing the hymn right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. gotten into this you know we like the contemporary but let me tell you it was the hymns it was it was the love that used to sing them out of places of depression and oppression Mm -hmm. right um and and don't don't get me wrong kurt franklin i just want to be happy too yeah something about those landmarks and so we have to you know we have to really understand where the plug is because i'm gonna tell you what kirk's gonna sing i just Mm want to be happy Guess what? Somewhere along the way in that concert, or you won't get a him. You won't mm-hmm, get a medic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. That's the foundation that brought him along the way, right? And so we have to be really connected to our our core and, and our starting places. And so I think that um, coaching is not something that is for the faint of heart. Mm-hmm. Coaching is not something that you should be touching if you are not going to be responsible for the lives that are in your hands. Yeah, and honestly. You have got to be called to do it. Yeah. You have to be called to do it because it will take you into some places and some spaces in people's lives where you never imagined you would even have an access, you know, an all access pass to. But once you go in there, once you go beyond the veil, listen, you in there now, baby. Yeah. And you better come right and you better come ready yeah. because somebody's life is hanging in the balance. And so um, it's really just been such a a pleasure and a privilege um, to find my passion for for people and, and for creatives specifically who need somebody to literally love them back to life and, and mm-hmm. some of them resuscitate them um, from these 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 dying places where they feel suffocated and strangled mm-hmm. because they were trying to conform to fit in when they were called to create and stand out. Mm, yeah. Man, I, I can already tell whoever it is that will work with you, like the the blessing that will be, because like you said, being a coach and or being coached is not for the faint of heart, right? Not because you are in that space where really you are so vulnerable, you know, even as the coach, you have to you know, one of the things I always say is that, you know, I'm creating these, no matter what it is that I do, these safe and brave spaces, because earlier you said something about that inner voice that has been silenced and we've been told to be, especially as women, to be seen and not heard in so many different areas. And so when you create these spaces where you say, what is that? 
Like, what is that thing? What is that dream? What is it that you want? Like, I'm listening to you. There's a lot of people that don't have that. And so it, it is always an honor for that person on the other end of, you know, your table, on the other end of the computer, on the other end of the phone to say, I've never said that to anybody. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and you'd be like, why? You know, in my in your head, you're thinking, why? Like, why not? That's a great idea. But because they've never felt safe. And yeah. so I, I, I take it. I'm 100 percent with you that I'm always honored and I'm always like for anybody to trust me enough. And um, even with that being said, sometimes we don't we didn't realize, like you said earlier, like it's always been in you. Right. It's mm-hmm. already always been in your calling. I mean, in, in 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 who God has called you to be and what it is that you're supposed to do, even when we didn't know it. Um, and so, yeah, it, it is an honor to be able to have that space and share that space with other people. So you got me on, on both levels. Cause I was like, yes, that is, I want to be a part of that. And I love being a part of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's the thing when you're called to it, you really do. You, you truly get joy mm-hmm. from seeing people un- unlocked and unleashed. You really, really do. Yeah. And I love the fact that I'm able to, um, to share that experience in um, something that I've designed called the SOS Creatives Intensive. Mm. So SOS stands for um, Success Over Sabotage. And what I do in that six weeks um, is I literally walk you through six different types of self-sabotage that you probably are participating in, Mm. but you don't have an awareness. Mm -hmm. And so what I do is I help you to identify, and then I give you a strategy for how you can navigate around that landmine on your way to success. Because mm. the reality is we have been torn down brick by brick by yes. life. Yes. And so now it's time for us to learn how to take those bricks and build bridges to a better us. Mm-hmm. And so that's what the, the creatives intensive is all about. And it really does um, speak to the soul of the creative. It speaks to the mind of the creative and it speaks to the destiny yeah. of the creative. So you absolutely um, are able to kind of mark the time. So where you started and where you finish mm-hmm. are absolutely different places and spaces from your head to your heart, to your spirit. And so I had the honor of being that tour guide um, during that six week experience. And, um, I've, I've had some amazing, amazing women, um, come through that program. And what is now happening is that I'm starting to get a demand. It's kind of like six weeks. Oh Mm -hmm, man. mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and so what we're doing, um, is we are working on a community. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the community is going to be coming to a theater near you yes. where you will literally be able to be a part of this SOS community um, and you will have um, things that enrich the mind, the body and the spirit um, so that you are able to once and for all break free of your limiting beliefs and get into your limitless life because that is why Jesus died. So that yeah. the limits could be broken off. Mm-hmm. And so we have got to position as many um, powerful, amazing women and people, period, yeah. to execute on the promise. We have to put you know, our people in position to win. And that is where I get the greatest joy. That is where my passion is full and what it is fueled to do. And I you know, pride myself on standing at the ready to seeing people win. Yes, I love that, y'all. I y'all already know. I'm, I'm y'all have been listening to me long enough that you can tell when 
something is already vibing and you know that it is in alignment. However, if y'all can't feel it, you ain't been listening. I'm just going to tell you that you ain't been listening to this entire thing because uh, listen, between the both of us, we've been giving you the business. We've been we've been letting you know the truth. And if y'all don't know already that you need to get connected to this woman, you like I said, you, you definitely have not been listening. So, Ayana, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for blessing us with with all the words that you gave us, all the gems you were over here dropping, the encouragement, <laughs> all of that stuff. Um, how can people connect with you so they can get on this journey with you? Uh, amazing. My pleasure always. And I'm hoping that we will have another opportunity to share space again. Um, I will also be um, journeying into the podcast space very, very soon. So I'm super hopeful that we get to connect again sooner rather than later. But in the meantime, you and your tribe are welcome, welcome, welcome to connect with me in um, the easiest of ways. So I am the passion strategist. So whether you find me on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh clubhouse all of the things um it is the passion strategist even on tiktok i am the passion strategist so <laughs> passion strategist if you just go google university you will find that it is all me yes. and uh, again if you are interested in uh one-on-one coaching if you're interested in the the sos six-week creatives intensive if you are interested in becoming a part of the community if you need help you know you've kind of identified and started working through some of the self-sabotaging behaviors and mindsets, but now it's like, okay, now I need a strategy. How do I, how do I take this gift and and go on the road? Um, I do that as well. So whether it's coming up with a strategy, um, if you have literally gotten to the point where you're ready to give this gift to the world, but you don't know how, what platform am I supposed to prepare? And and, and how do I execute the the timeline of it all? Oh my God, I can't host it and be the face of it and do all things. Um, You know, because as creative, (laughs) we are some, we're some deep people. Yes, yes, Um, yes. I am here for it all. So whether you need a host, you need a strategist, you need um, someone to help you to craft the copy. Um, In other words, the words to tell your story um, that are congruent with your brand voice. Mm -hmm. All of that and then some. So visit me. At thepassionstrategist.com, you can set up a strategy session or a consultation. Um, join me on Friday nights where I have a creatives happy hour um, every Friday night on Instagram at the Passion Strategist, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And what you'll find there is that's the place where we as creatives come together. We let our hair down and we talk about life because I said mm. earlier, creative is a lifestyle and we mm-hmm. do it differently. And so we need somebody to kind of be that voice that clarion call to bring us to a place where we can come together vibe together we can be challenged we can be encouraged we can be pushed and all the things and so i you know i I literally i I asked him okay what are we talking about Mm -hmm, and i mm -hmm. I go to work and i'm i'm very excited um just to be able to say that people are enjoying the space you know there's no cost to you you know everybody can sit with us um, and I do save the replays. So if you're interested in that and just kind of feeling the vibe of it and knowing um, what you're in store for, I would encourage you go back and catch a replay. They're there um, and they are there for you. And and I always, again, I tell you, get your pen and get these gems. I know that's right. Stuff that's dropping this for you. And, yeah. and I want you to get it and, and I'm not here to hold back on you. I'm not here to, you know, give you a little sprinkle of salt and muscle you into the program. That's not what I'm <laughs> Signed, you're assigned, and if, yeah. you, if you're assigned, then you'll be aligned. And I don't yeah. have to work hard for that to happen, but I do need to 
you know, to, to show up and to say what he tells me to say and give you what it is that he has for you. So if yeah. you need something that you believe um, will come through this particular vessel, um, if you need some passion that fuels your action and you need some strategy to get to success, then you want to connect to me, your girl, the passion strategist. Yes. Okay, y'all. So first of all, I'm, I'm showing up to something. I will be somewhere. <laughs> yes, we will be connecting again. I already know that it is it, like, I already know that it's in a, in a part of this alignment. Y'all, I know that you try and figure out where I'm supposed to be at, all of that stuff. It will be in the show notes so that y'all can connect with her and y'all can get into this and you can be blessed, okay, continuously over and over again yes. by being connected to her and being a part of her tribe. So thank you so much, Ayana, for uh, just sharing everything that you shared, for being on the podcast. And um, welcome to the podcast community, sis, okay? Thank you, sis. I'm excited about <laughs> it. I can't wait to see you in the podcast streets. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you so, so much. Yes, indeed. All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slaying Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.